Hello, this one is called A Conversation. Tell me what happened to you, she whispered, her eyes wide with compassion. She didn't expect an answer so honest. I'm not afraid of dark things, I started. I'm not intimidated by the thought of loss, death, destruction, or loneliness. Those are expected. What makes me feel so raw at this moment is the suffocating feeling that he took what was good in me, used it for the good in him, and made me feel like it was my fault. She was silent. She scooted closer to me on the twin bed, placed her hand on my shoulder. Oh, honey, she didn't make eye contact. I'm here to listen. I don't know if I can explain something. I don't even know what's happening. Our meeting was cursed, but I thought it was karmic. I convinced myself it was divine. I met him last year when I wasn't expecting it. I didn't mean for it to happen, and at times I wish it never had. You know how I get. She shook her head yes. I always get this way. I meet someone and I feel this intense need and want to love them. I fall in love so easily. I fall in love with the man who holds open the door for me on my way into the gas station. I fall in love with the woman who winks at me when I walk by pushing my cart through the grocery store. I fall in love with someone who tells me I'm kind. I can't control it. This wasn't any different. It's okay to love deeply, honey. It's okay to feel those things and want to have that type of love in your life. I am worried about you, though. Like I said, we started talking last year, and we had a lot in common. I can usually find something in common with anyone I meet, but this is different. It always feels different. My eyes would light up thinking about him. I felt covered in a cool haze of calm. The intangible feelings were so strong that when I held his hand for the first time, I pulled away. We consumed each other at first. It was gratifying and it devoured me. I was hungry for his attention and our secret. I didn't tell anyone. I I mean, I know you met him that one time, but I didn't even introduce him as anyone. I told you he was my friend from work. I remember him, she said confidently. I remember him being nice. I didn't trust him, though. He is nice. He's incredibly nice. He's whatever people want him to be. You were wise to not trust him. Why don't you say something? He is kind and thoughtful and loving. He knows what to say and when to say it. He convinced me. For months, I was seduced by his compliments and arrogance. He became what I needed him to be. What happened then? When was the last time you were in love, Mom? Well, your dad and I just celebrated our 40th wedding anniversary. Mom, did he take your breath away when you met? Did he suffocate you with affection? Did you write poems about him, listen to songs and cry, dance in your living room and drink in every word he said? Uh, Well, no, I suppose I didn't. I mean, I was 18 and he was 25. He had a good job and my parents approved. Oh, Mom, this isn't about me. How did I get this bad, Joanna? He lied. He manipulated me. He left me when I needed him the most. He stopped calling. He didn't text. He made me feel corner swept. He made me feel like it was my fault. It led to my delirium. That's why I'm here. That's why I started cutting again. 
She glanced at my thigh and saw white bandages wrapped around it. My eyes welled with tears and my hand shook. This can't be my life, Mom. I sobbed. My tears came out in spurts. At moments, they flowed freely down my red cheeks. Other times, they were stuck in the corner of my eye, begging to be released. You're safe now. You don't need to worry about him anymore, she said. I stopped crying for a few seconds and looked at her. I mean, what if he tries to call or text or find me? He won't. How do you know he won't? Honey, I love you. I'd do anything to protect you. You know that, right? I nodded nervously. My eyes peered at her. So when I say you don't have to worry about him anymore, I mean that. Her usual gentle voice was now firm. She sat straight up, held both my arms with hers, and said, I've made sure of that. Oh God, Mom. Mom! What did you do? I begged. This is your concern. You stay here. You work on yourself. You get your life back together. You like you let me take care of Jack. She grinned and showed her gap-toothed smile. You fall in love easily and you wear your heart on your sleeve. And some people just take advantage of that. And for me, that's the worst type of hurt as a mother can feel. I'll be back to see you tomorrow. I love you so much, sweetheart. She kissed my forehead. I have another patient to visit on the second floor, though I'm not sure he'll be happy to see me. Mom. Joanna. Mom. Mom, this isn't like what happened with Brad in high school. Mom, Brad couldn't play soccer for the whole season and he had to sit at home with his leg in that cast. Oh no, Joanna, this is nothing like Brad. Brad recovered rather quickly, if I remember. It's my understanding, after talking to the nurses, that Jack will be out of commission for a while. So you just sit tight, you do your meditation, you write in your journal, you go to bed early, and call me tomorrow. I love you. And with that, our conversation ended as the door shut behind her.